Ladies and gentlemen, I hope the fans in Melbourne had a super weekend. For this is a Fred the Alien Productions podcast. Oh, yes. <laughs> yes, yeah. we did. Yes, you did. I didn't go because I couldn't. I went. Which sucks. <laughs> and it was awesome. Yay! <laughs> Cue the music. I'm a Kendall Richardson. I'm a Fulia Kadramaju. And you are experiencing a podcast called Fred. Oh, yeah. It's Fulia and me this week. Yes. Having fun. Yes. It's going to be great. I'm excited. So am I. So are you, especially because you were just saying... I was at Supernova yesterday. <laughs> it's that time of the year again, yes, people. Yes, it is. The conventions have begun the conventions here in Australia. have begun. Oh, my God. Oh, I'm so, so jealous. I'm so jealous you got to go. I'm you don't have first... to be too jealous. I didn't really go and see any guests, unfortunately. Oh. <laughs> well, there wasn't anyone really there that you were, like, dying to see, was there? Well, John Hedder was one. Oh, yeah, you didn't end up going to see him? His panel wasn't until t- oh, today. Oh, yeah, that's right. On the you, Sunday. You couldn't And do... I was only there on the Saturday. Yeah, okay. Unfortunately. The, yeah. It was weird the way that Supernova set up the panels today. They only gave everybody, all the guests, except for the really big guests, like, one exclusive panel for per, per day. Sure. For, for one day. So... Stefan Kapicic, who yes, played Colossus. Yes, he was... He was. He did his panel on the Saturday. Now, okay. I could have gone. Yeah. But I was too busy shopping. <laughs> Excuses. Sorry. She just doesn't... Priorities. She do, just doesn't love you enough, Colossus. <laughs> Sorry. How, how could you not love Colossus? The like, big tin man. The big, big tin man. Yes. Um, but that's okay. Shopping. Yes. So you bought so, a lot of yeah, stuff? Yeah, shopping was my... Already no, for the day. <laughs> fair enough. And you're wearing one of your yes, I am. Purchases. I bought a really cool Sailor Moon T-shirt. Ooh, it's very awesome. And it feels so nice and it feels so nice and, and soft. Yes, and it's got all of the symbols from the the show on yes, it. Yes, it does. Which is super cool. And I'm not too sure. I'm not a hundred percent, but I think those symbols actually glow in the dark. Look, it looks like a glow-in-the-dark top. Doesn't it? Should we turn the light off Switch and find off. out? I really want to. Let's do this. Where's the light switch? The li- hold on. You stay because the light switch okay. is on the outside. Fulia knows the where the light switch the is. We're going to test this right now. Here we go, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, you can't because now the, the screen is... Oh, we can't. The screen's... <laughs> hang on. Hang on. Wait. <laughs> Nah, really. <laughs> nah, that's that's a negative, ladies and germs. There is no glow in the dark shirt here, but uh, it looks like one, so it's very misleading. So yes. I can see why you thought that, and then I was like, I reckon you're right, and or, then we were both wrong. Or so. maybe it just hasn't been in UV light yet, and that's what it really needs. It needs to be outside. Oh, maybe yeah, maybe you need to be out. Yeah, okay. In the sun. Okay, yeah. And I've only just put it on, so sure. All right, well, <laughs> that explains that. Yes. Yes. You lied to us. Um, <laughs> it's no, it's fine. It's fine. That's exciting. Anything? Yes. Anything else? Cool. Um, I picked up a another uh, Totoro. Ooh. Um, 
water painted artwork from a, from an artist that I follow on Instagram. And it is so cute. Oh my gosh. Yes. So that's added to my little Totoro collection in my room. That's amazing. Yes. I will show you later. Please show me. <laughs> show me when we're done. I look forward to it. Yes. Um, I've picked up. You're, you're going to love this. Oh, yeah. I, I picked up some nail wraps that were exclusive to Supernova. They were Marvel Avengers <gasps> nail wraps. Are these the ones that you sent me a photo of? Yes. Oh, <laughs> that's so cool. I'm going to wear those to Endgame. Yes, you are. <laughs> yes, you are, girl. I can't wait. Oh, I know. So good. So good. <laughs> so, so good. Yes. Um, <laughs> and I, I, I picked up some extra pop protectors for my pops that are still in their boxes. Oh. Because I've been dying to get some, but Zing was not. Uh, they didn't have any in stock every time I went in. So Boo. I'm just like, damn it. And then I found someone that was selling them at Supernova. I'm like, oh, can I grab some, please? <laughs> <laughs> Good. Yes. Um, I also picked up another pop. Oh, what did what pop did you get? So shameful. No. <laughs> Excuse me. Excuse me. There is no shame in buying pop vinyls, okay? There is no shame. No. They no, are no. The, they are the best things ever. Yes. No. I've like uh, fif- I've got like 50 of them. Well, yeah, I'm kind of around that yeah. number at the moment. <laughs> Can, all right. Tell tell all us right. who's your I uh, pop culture was there. PopCulture.com. They they, yes. they, they, they had a hell of a spread out. They've like they, had they like have the biggest. One, they had one main big store. Then right across, they had a section with all their figurines and statues and yeah, whatever. All the expensive And then stuff. on the other side of that, they had a little boutique section with all their like clothing, like apparel, accessories, and right. stuff like that. Yep. And then they set up another section against the wall. Um, but it was only for Funko Pops, mm. exclusive Funko Pops. Oh, wow. Yes. Yes. Man. Or exclusive Funko items, okay. but mainly pop vinyls. Sure, yeah. Uh, but from that, I picked up Gajil. He is, if you don't know who he is, Gajil yeah, no. is a character from an anime that I watch called Fairy Tale. Oh, yes. I've heard of Fairy Tale. Yes, okay, yes. right. Um, and he is my—I don't know why—but he is my favorite character. I think you've mentioned him on the podcast. Before. <laughs> yes, I have. Yeah, I have. you have. Yeah. Um, and I, I love that character. So as soon as I found out, because it's this year's exclusive for—I can't remember which convention it was. I think it was for the the toy fair in New York or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That so, makes sense. I yeah, think they so, I think that was like a month ago. Yeah, so they they brought that out for for that particular um convention if you want to call it. Sweet. Uh so I picked one of those up cuz I was dying to get it. Yeah. <laughs> That's amazing. Um excuse me. I did pick up a couple of other things but I can't remember what they are right now. That's okay. <laughs> but yes. You had, a, we, you had a good time. I had a great time. Um I Spent that day with my two best friends and their partners. Yes. Uh, and then straight after that, we went out for dinner. Oh. We had Vietnamese. Oh. Me and Marie had pho. Oh, my God. Love I, I oh. literally, I had that for lunch yesterday. <laughs> I had it for dinner. That's so funny. <laughs> I Yeah, I love pho. It's amazing. Oh, my God. I, I kid you not, as soon as I started eating it, it really hit the spot. It, I yeah, felt it always so does. good after eating always it. Always does. It's so delicious. Oh, my God. <laughs> Because you're walking around all day and you're on your feet, you get tired, 
and you're not eating much or drinking no, much no, you're because not. you don't want to miss anything. So you don't want to make sh- you want to make sure that you're not going to the bathroom that many times in the day. Yeah. So and plus the food at cons is always a bit pricey. Exactly. They really charge you as much as they charge for bloody merchandise they sell. Yeah. So I was just like, nah. I actually ended up taking my own lunch um, that I made. I just took like a wrap, uh, like a little salad wrap. And I was like, that'll do. <laughs> that'll do me for the day. <laughs> yeah, um, but, but you know, when it came to dinner, as soon as I started eating it, eating my noodle soup, I'm just like, oh my God, so good. <laughs> so I felt really good about that. Um, yeah. So, and then today... At the time of recording, I was at work. <laughs> oh my god, I'm so tired. <laughs> and yes. sore. My neck is so sore. Oh <laughs> no. no. But um the for the for the past week, um, I'll just quickly touch on I he was on a photo shoot. <gasps> I forgot. <laughs> How did it go? It was a lot of fun. Yes. I had a lot of fun. Good. I knew you'd be fine. Yes. She was stressing everybody. <laughs> she was so nervous and paranoid because it was like, oh it's like goodness. a completely professional thing. They yes. were teaching her how to do stuff and it was fine, wasn't it? Yes, it was. Because that's their job to make you feel comfortable <laughs> you, and have yes, a good time. Exactly. Exactly. And I told you. I, I'll tell you now, the photographer, her name is Satomi. She is Japanese. Ooh. She was so much fun. Was she she su- was so su- energetic. Was she super kawaii? Yes, she was. <laughs> she was so kawaii. <laughs> oh my god! Like she's uh, the producer. The producer there told me she's like um, Satomi's our little Japanese pocket rocket. <laughs> that sounds yep amazing. She was so energetic, and every time I did one pose, she'd be like, "Yes, yes," and then she'd get so excited for every time I did something. And I had four different wardrobe changes. Actually, technically, I had five wardrobe okay, changes. Okay, sure. Um, but and which meant five di- so five different looks. Um, but two different makeup and hairstyle looks, mm-hmm. which one of them I'm really looking forward to see because it's very. Um, Didn't you say you were going for a sultry kind of yes. sexy look? Well, I went for a 50s look in hair. Oh, cool. So I've got victory rolls happening oh, up on the top. That's so cool. Yeah. Um, with the, you know, sort of smoky eye eyeshadows mm. and you know, red lips. Mm. Um, so I've Love got it. like a really nice sort of a vintage looking photo shoot that I had. Yeah. Um, so Very rockabilly? Sort of, almost, almost, yeah. but more more on the classy side of okay, things. Yeah, sure. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, and then I did I did one at on the request of the photographer. She asked me to do sort of like because I had I've got this vintage uh, A line coat that I bought at a yes, vintage market. I remember you telling me about this. I don't know if you've seen it. That I green, the green. I don't know if I've green, seen really long, just comes out like a dress type of thing. Oh, maybe I have. I can't remember. Anyway. I had one of those and it has a detachable fur collar and cuffs. Yeah. Um, so so the, the, um, the photographer, who's also the stylist, put it back on. Mm-hmm. And for the last look, which only took about five minutes um, to do the photos for, was on her request. And she wanted me to do some classy, sultry looks, mm-hmm. which was me in just the jacket. Are you kidding me? I'm not joking. What? But technically, I wasn't just the jacket. Wait, so like... Looking know. like I was in just the jacket. Well, yeah, you would have had like your, your underwear and your bra on, right? 
I, no, no, she only did the top half. Oh. So I was wearing pants oh, underneath. Okay. But ruin the illusion. <laughs> it's fine. It's just the Show top business. Up, just the shoulders. Okay. So I had a strapless bra. You had bra a strapless on. bra on. And she wanted me to bring down the coat so that my shoulders were bare showing. Oh my god. Yes. That one I'm actually really curious to see how that turned out. Oh my god. <laughs> Am I making you blush? I was just gonna say, you're making me blush. <laughs> It's so exciting. <laughs> yes, so I'm really looking forward to seeing the photos. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm going to be able to see them um, this week. This week. Yes. Okay. I, it's, I've got a viewing session. Oh. So I can't wait to see them. So exciting. <laughs> I am going to be so broke after this. <laughs> but it's going to be Not that worth... I'm already broke anyway. <laughs> it's going to be It's going to be worth it Exactly, though. because it's for a new career that I'm looking at um, going into yes. and that is modeling yes and i know nothing about modeling except for where they fit in in their creative industry yes yeah so i'd say that's the uh, apart from supernova that's been my highlight of the week fantastic <laughs> what about you kendall oh, what about me well i don't know if i've got like 10 minutes of highlights to talk about sadly <laughs> i did not go to supernova um oh. this year I had to give it a miss yeah but i am i am planning on going to comic con in, in june yes so. i'm definitely planning on. yes going. so hopefully hopefully they announce some good guests <laughs> yes yes um that will entice me in um but my week yeah my week's been very, as usual, very Avengers orientated hey. uh, because the tickets finally went on sale. Finally. Finally went on sale <laughs> three weeks before the big day. Um, so we have our tickets. Yes, we do. We are very excited. Um, <laughs> uh, and I've already been, I've already booked myself to see it twice. Already. So I, already. <laughs> so I'm going, I'm going, I don't know. I'm, I must, I, I must. I must be a masochist or something because <laughs> this movie's going to break me. I'm sure of it. I only I know the one time that you're going, and that's so, with us in the big yes. group on open. So we're on open night. opening yeah opening night. We're doing um yeah the, a group of of us, including Folia and myself, mm-hmm. are going to be watching the film. Um, and so that will be the first time. Yep. Second time I'm seeing it, I'm actually doing Gold Class on the fr- <gasps> on the Friday night. Ooh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> so hopefully, oh boy, hopefully it's not it's not a bad time. Um, well, at yeah. least if, even if it is, you'd be comfortable doing it. Comfortable yeah, watching, I guess. <laughs> but I don't know. You you can you can yeah. you can cry yourself to tears in a couch. Yeah. Instead of a in a comfy chair. in a comfy yeah in a comfy like, I'm just <laughs> recline and then just like close my eyes at all the sad parts yeah because um, <laughs> I mean we haven't we don't know what's gonna happen but there's gonna be sadness oh yeah I'm just fully bracing myself oh god yeah it's gonna be intense mm-hmm. um so yeah pretty much my life is revolving around counting down to that <laughs> that's all that really matters at this yes. point yes um what, yeah, but yeah no uh, during the week um went to uh, the West Garth palace cinema um mm. with my wonderful friend christina hello christina <laughs> um and because we're, we're doing this thing where we go to different cinemas around melbourne mm-hmm. that we've like never been to yeah uh one you know every month so um this month it was west Garth, nice uh, which was technically march's cinema but we ran out of time yeah so so we're doing two this month um but that was fun we saw us so I've got a quickie review on that later <laughs> on. 
I try not to freak fully uh. around. Um, but that was a re- we had a really fun day um, that ended with um, a delicious Italian meal and a glass of wine. Oh, vino! Yes, it was. It was Italian wonderful. Italian food's always awesome. Wonderful. And then I've got a funny story to share when we get to my quickie review that, rela- okay. that relates to one of the things we did. Um, and then, yeah, and then yesterday, uh, the, at the time of recording, so Saturday, um, I went and saw uh, the Little Dum Dum Club podcast. Oh, yeah. Live. How was that? They're fucking hilarious. Um, <laughs> as always. So, yeah, it's part of the Melbourne uh, International Comedy Festival. Yes. Those guys are doing podcasts every Saturday um, at the European Beer Cafe. Um, go check it out. I'd say go. I would say that. I would totally. I was going to say. I don't know why I'm plugging them because they're already all sold out. Oh really? That's how popular these Whoa. guys are. They sold out before the festival even started. Oh my goodness. Yeah. So, but that's you know don't fret because the two boys, uh, Carl Chandler and Tommy Dasolo, are doing solo shows as well. Ah. So you can go see them do their separate uh, stand-up shows. Nice, nice. Um, so check those out. I would recommend. They're very funny guys. Um, so yeah, went and did that, and um, yeah, Tom Gleason was one of the guests as oh, well, cool. as well as Ursula Carlson. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it was a good, good, good mix. Good mix. Good yes. fun. Had a really good time, and then had dinner and drinks with some of my ex Bendigo friends that we all now live in Melbourne. Uh, and uh, yeah, and that was awesome. Yay! Yeah, yeah. Good times. <laughs> so yeah, it's been a fun week. Yes. Yeah, very fun week. Um, Cool. So I think that's, yeah, that means it's time to now check in with the week that was in the nerdy news. Oh, yeah. Let's go. This is the news in nerdy news. The nerds that talk about the nerdy news. That is us who talk about the news that is nerdy. And now the queen of nerdydom, the hostess with most S, Kendall Richardson. Take it away, Kendall. All right, nerdy news time. Here we go. Okay, so starting with some Marvel news. This is a little sad to say, and I knew this this was coming, but um, during the week it seems to have been kind of unofficially announced, but announced nonetheless that Avengers Endgame will indeed be Stan Lee's last cameo. Mm. Um, Tea yeah. dropped down the face. Yeah, mm. yeah. Um, <laughs> one of the Russo brothers, the directors of the film, yeah, was um, quoted as saying that it's the final one. Yep. Um, so very sad to hear, but yeah. I, I, it makes sense because you know, Endgame is is the end game. It's the yeah. it's the end of this whole journey, the whole path that they've yeah. been charting this whole time over eleven years and all these movies. So it's very fitting that it would be his last one. Okay. Um, so I'm, I can accept that. Yes, yes. It sucks, but I can accept, accept it. Accept it, yeah. <laughs> I can accept it. Um, so there we go. I wonder what that cameo I will know. be. I mm. know. That's going to be emotional too. Yeah. Um, okay, moving on now. We've got some casting news uh, for a couple of different Marvel films that are most likely coming out in Marvel's Phase 4, um, starting with... Two wonderful actors have been added to the Black Widow film. David Harbour, um, who is Hopper in Stranger Things and uh, is about to play Hellboy. That opens ah, soon. Yeah. Um, and Rachel Weisz, um, who was most recently in the 
Oscar-winning film, The Favourite. Mm-hmm. Fantastic movie. Go check it out. Um, they're both going to be in the Black Widow film, Ooh. which is very cool. The fact <laughs> that they put Rachel Weisz in this movie makes me very excited because, you know, she's got that really nice, you know, look to her. Yeah. That I feel like she could pull off a Russian spy or, like, maybe she tra- she's the, the mastermind who, like, run, yeah. runs the Red Room yeah, or something. Yeah, maybe. Like that would be super cool. Awesome. They so they haven't said who who they're who they're going to be playing, but yeah, that's mm-hmm. that's very very cool yep. news. Um, next up, uh, the casting news for more casting news for the Eternals movie that has already announced Angelina Jolie mm-hmm. as one of the leads. Um, we now have uh, American comedian Kumail Nanjiani. Um, who was in the uh, film The Big Sick, which he also co-wrote with his wife, and it's based on the true story of how they met and fell in love. Oh, wow. It's a very good movie. Cool. Um, I would recommend watching that as well. Um, And he's also in the TV series Silicon Valley. Mm -hmm. Very funny show on HBO. Um, Yeah, so that's really interesting casting, Um, whether or not they're going to get him to play more of a serious role or if he's going to provide some comic relief. Who knows? Maybe a bit of both. Yeah. It could happen. Yeah. They can make it work. If it's one thing I've said before, I'll say it a million times, Marvel knows they're casting. So I'm on board. Um, okay. And the last bit of Marvel news, which is really, really exciting, especially if you're a Marvel fan living in Sydney, looks like the uh, one of the upcoming Phase 4 films, Shang-Chi, is going to be filming in Sydney. Yes. And this is the first Asian-led um, superhero film. Apparently, um, um, the federal government said they're going to put in a hell of a budget, give them a hell of a budget, like they're yes. going to pay for it. Yeah, they so they can create all these new jobs and stuff. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Well, I was reading that they've um, they haven't said they haven't confirmed or denied if it is Shang Shangji, uh, sorry Shang Chi that will be f- the one filming because there is rumors it could be Black Widow as well. Mm-hmm. But the money's on Shang Chi being the one. Um, uh, where was I had some information? Yes, uh, Federal Arts Minister Mitch Fifield confirmed on Wednesday that an untitled Marvel Studios feature film would shoot at Fox Studios and other locations with $24 million in one off funding. Um, and he was quoted as saying, Securing this latest production will bring over $150 million of new international investment, create 4,700 new Australian jobs and use the services of around 1,200 local businesses. Um, so that's excellent. Um, Someone get me a role in the crew. Yes, please hire Fulia. Hire me. I'll be really good at just helping out, even if it is just getting coffee. I'll be a reference. <laughs> I'll be a reference. Um, so I want to be behind the scenes. <laughs> <laughs> so that's pretty damn exciting. Um, for those who aren't aware, the character Shang-Chi was created after Marvel failed to acquire the comic book rights to the hit television series Kung Fu in the early 1970s. With a look inspired by Bruce Lee, he is a master Chinese martial artist and the son of an infamous criminal Fu Manchu who rebels and becomes a force for good. Cool. Yeah. So this is very exciting. Yes, it is. Very. Um, I feel like I could see some Doctor Strange crossovers. Ooh, maybe. Maybe. Mm. I don't know. I'm picking up vibes. Putting, we shall see. I'm putting vibes out into the universe. <laughs> um, but yeah, very exciting stuff. Okay. Crossing the pond to DC. Now, starting with, we've got some more Suicide Squad 2 
news, uh, or should I say the Suicide Squad? I hate when they do that. <laughs> Starting with, um, it was previously announced that Idris Elba was going to be playing Deadshot yeah. instead of Will Smith. Uh-huh. However, they have since stated this is not the case. Idris Elba will be playing a different character. Uh-huh. Uh, and they have not said who, but uh, they want to kind of give it, you know, give the option to bring Will Smith back on board down the track should he be available to play Deadshot again. Right. So they're not recasting him. They've decided to go ahead and say, okay, Idris, we want you in our movie, but you're not going to be Deadshot. Um, so, yeah, if they do make us, if this one, if the Suicide Squad can be more of a success or just successful on it in itself, yep. um, if we get a number three, then maybe Deadshot Will Smith will return then. Hmm. So who knows? Right. Or he could pop up in any other uh, other DC EU franchise film. Like, who knows? True. We don't know. But that's, yeah, that's very interesting development. So mm-hmm. Idris Elba's still on board. Will Smith's still not going to be in the film. Just, <laughs> things have slightly changed. Yeah. Exciting, nonetheless. Um, speaking of exciting, Viola Davis will be reprising her role as Amanda Waller in The Suicide Squad as uh-huh. well. Uh, which is just excellent news because she was one of the best parts about the suicide squad i mean Mm -hmm. sorry the original suicide squad film now i'm getting them now i'm crossing the streams it's not good (laughs) um yes yes uh david ayers uh suicide squad yeah she was amanda waller in that and she did a fantastic job of playing her i think a very very good portrayal so i'm very happy that they're bringing her back Mm -hmm. to play her once again yes in the sequel cool very cool Okay, moving on into some other news. We've got some TV news now. This shocked me this week. So uh, any American Horror Story fans listening, I'm a huge fan of that show. I freaking love it. (laughs) Um, One of their main actors that has been in every single season until now has decided he's stepping away for a little bit. And that's Evan Peters. Oh. Um, So if if you don't... not, Not that I know. You know, I I just thought I'd throw in that reaction. Oh, thanks. It was very genuine. Thanks. Um, Evan Peters, for for comic book fans, will recognize him as Quicksilver in the um, more recent X-Men films. Okay. Yes. Um, Not the Quicksilver that died in Age of Ultron. Right. Yes, that's let's not confuse them. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Evan Peters is a fantastic actor, and yeah, he's been in all eight seasons of American Horror Story, and he's played multiple characters, um, sometimes at the same time in in the same seasons, like different, just different scenes of like different characters and stuff. Yep. And he's just phenomenally talented. Um, so yeah, he's just announced that yeah, he's taking a break from the show, um, going to do some other stuff by the looks of things. Mm-hmm. Um, but he said he's open to obviously returning down the track, but this time around we will not be seeing his face. So that okay. is very, it's going to be very different this season then. Mm. So season nine for that, um, they haven't announced yet what the theme is. Cause they kind of like to be mysterious about it. Cause each season, cause it's an anthology show. Yep. They announce a different theme. Yep. Each season, last season they did the apocalypse, Okay, which was really awesome. Um, so, but yeah, it'll be premiering in September, October. So oh, okay, cool. There'll be more news on that as it comes. Um, okay, and this is very exciting, and I still have not watched this show, but I've heard Neither nothing. Yeah. I've heard nothing but good things. Um, the Umbrella Academy has been renewed for a second season oh, on wow, Netflix. Really? Already? Yes, wow. already renewed. 
which is it must have gotten awesome. A no, lot of views. It. I'm not surprised. I'm yeah. I've mentioned before, I use Tumblr quite a quite a bit. Yes. I'm addicted to the thing. Um, Tumblr loves Umbrella Academy. <laughs> I see GIFs all the time, posts about the characters all the time. Like, it's just, it's got a huge following on that social nice. media platform. So, very happy to see that it's um, getting a second season. So, really need to get my butt into gear. Yeah. And watch it. Yep. That would, that would be good. <laughs> and lastly, in the nerdy news, this was very cool. Uh, earlier this week, it was announced that the beloved film, The Princess Bride, is going to be made into a Broadway musical. Hmm. Yes. I'm here for this, please. Yes. And thank you. <laughs> uh, yeah, I can only imagine good things are going to come from this and the music that they'll come up with to accompany the story. It's going to be funny. It's going to be dramatic. It's going to be romantic as hell. Uh, oh yeah. I can't wait. Um, <laughs> let's, let's go double dating. <laughs> yeah. Yes, we will. If we ever get someone by then. Yes. We'll find people and we'll go and then we'll fly to, fly to New York, go to Broadway and watch it. Yes. Yes. <laughs> oh, future plans. Oh yes. Um, yes. <laughs> So that's, yeah, very, very awesome. Um, okay, so, yeah, that's the nerdy news. Mm. Uh, Fully, anything you wanted to talk about before we move on? Um, very excited about the, you know, the uh, first Asian Marvel movie uh, being filmed. Hell, yeah. In Sydney, hopefully. Um, looking forward to hearing about all those different job listings that I'm going to be searching through. Oh, please do. <laughs> You need to put yourself out there when, oh, yes. when they when they announce that shit yes. because man, you could be my doorway in. <laughs> she I could know. get she could get me in, people. I could be the next Marvel hero. Oh my god! No, in my dreams. In your dreams. <laughs> you know no. what? I would like, you know, give a pinky to like be an extra in that film. Like I just. Oh my god! Like. <laughs> I would be canonically in the MCU then. Like, not that you would see me on screen, but... See the back of a gorgeous <sighs> head. <laughs> yes. Like, see those gorgeous red curls? In, in That's me. <laughs> <laughs> That's me. Anyway, let's not get too crazy. No. Um, but yes, and it's exciting. Yes, yes. yes, that's exciting. And um, the Princess Bride. Man, whoever they choose to play Carrie Elwes' character, is gonna, uh, they're gonna, they better be good. <laughs> He better be dreamy as fuck. And like, hilarious. And hilarious. <laughs> the, yeah, because, yeah, that's probably the two things that Carrie Elwes is amazing at is just being charming and good looking. Yes. And then he's, but his comedic timing is just on point. Of course. Like, he's not just with Princess Bride. I mean, Robin Hood, Men in Tights, anybody. Oh, yes. Like, he's so perfect. I love that. that film. It's such a good movie. The only American who can put on a British accent. Yeah. <laughs> a proper British accent. Yes. Fantastic. Ah, uh, yeah. so, awesome. Yeah, it'll be good. Yes. It will be a good musical. Yes. That's for sure. All right. Done? Yep. Done. Done. All right. Let's move on into <gasps> the park of trailers. Rolling up to the trailer park where we all park all the trailers. Hee-haw. All right. Alrighty. Trailer park time. Yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Good week for trailers, yeah. I, I have to say. Fulia, which one do you want to start? Do you want to go bottom to top? Yeah, let's go bottom to top. I like it. Awesome. <laughs> okay. First trailer we're going to talk about is Charlie Says. Mm-hmm. 
Um, so this is based on the true story of the Manson family, which is Charles Manson, the notorious serial killer and cult leader, mm-hmm. essentially. Uh, back in the 60s, he, he had his group of followers um, and he, you know, made them kill people. And do bad things. Yeah. And so this is um, the trailers showing us some. There's a woman going into the prison where some of the um, the females of his family are uh, interned, uh, imprisoned, mm-hmm. and seeing if maybe they can be rehabilitated or like you know trying to you know help them figure out who who they are and yeah. what happened and why they did what they did and all of this and yeah and Matt Smith is playing Charles Manson. Yeah. Which is crazy. And he looks real good in the role and mm-hmm. convincing performance. Yep. Fully, what did you think? I think it was okay. Yeah. Um, probably not a story that I would be interested in seeing, to be yeah. honest. I had a feeling this wasn't yeah. going to be for you. Yeah. yeah. That's all but right. But the trailer looked interesting from, you know, a standpoint of not knowing the story yeah. itself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah. Yeah. That's probably all I can really say. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't really say much about it. No, that's okay. I mean, it, yeah, it was a pretty well-cut trailer. Mm-hmm. Um, I like the way it was edited together. And, yeah, yeah. And the music. And, yeah, just kind of wondering. Because I don't really, yeah, I don't really know too much about the about Charles Manson and the Manson family, apart from all of the, the awful things that they did. Yeah. Um, and, you know, there's... You know, the early parts in this trailer where they show, like, it, you know, they're talking about love and free love and just, you know, celebrating life and stuff and mm. talking about how life and death are one and the same and all of this. So, like, it just seems to be a real positive thing. Like, mm. it's kind of starts out as positive. So there's obviously something that's hap- going to happen that's going to just turn this or, a, a, you know, a, or unless, like, Charles all along was just like, no, this is my plan. I'm going to. We're going to start nice and then we're going to just go towards yeah. the, the shit I really want to get done, which is killing people. Because um, why not? Mm. Um, yeah, so it could be really, really interesting uh, kind of look at this whole... There's a lot of there's a lot of films coming out to do with this lately, like this year. Like there's this, this film, we've got Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, yep. and Margot Robbie's playing Sharon Tate. So the... the bit in the trailer where a blonde woman opened the door and she had a British accent. Mm-hmm. That's Sharon Tate. Okay. She was an actress that was murdered by the Manson family. Ah. She was eight months pregnant. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it was very bad. Very sad. Um, yeah. Yeah. She was having a dinner party with some friends and apparently Charles Manson wasn't there. At least that was my understanding. But this trailer shows him knocking on her door. So I, I'm not sure what mm. if my facts are wrong or what's... Anyway. Yeah, interesting. But, yeah. yeah uh, so, and then there's another... There was another movie that's... I can't remember who played Sharon Tate in that, but I've talked to... I don't remember if we talked about that on the podcast or not, but there's another one that's yep. talking about the murders. Oh, yeah, this is, there's a ne- it's a Netflix film. I can't remember who's in it, but... Mm. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> going off track a little. Um, but yeah, I don't know. This looks really good. Um, might check it out if it pops okay. out on a cinema here in Australia because we don't have an Australian release date, just an American one, mm-hmm. uh, which is the 10th of May. Cool. So if you're in the States, check it out maybe. Yeah. Could be good. Our next trailer is 
The dead don't die. Oh, <laughs> yes. Okay, okay, Give okay. me that Bill Murray. Oh, my God. So, I have not seen him in a film in a long time. No, me either. It's so good to see him he's, actually in his comedic element. Yeah, he's he's still wonderful. Yes. Still hilarious. Um, this film I am so excited for. So it's written and directed by Jim Jarmusch, who is one of my favorites. Uh, he he di- wrote and directed one of my favorite vampire films ever called Only Love Is Left Alive. Okay. Which has Tilda Swinton in it, who's also in this, mm-hmm. and uh, Tom Hiddleston. Oh, of course. Of course. <laughs> yes, that's how I discovered it, everyone. Feel free to judge me. Anyway, <laughs> um, it's a very good movie, and he's a very good director. Uh, and, yeah, and so this looks like nothing he's really ever done before. He doesn't usually do comedy. No. Um, and... Yeah, and the cast he has assembled is just top fucking notch. List them off. Okay, so we've got, yeah. Uh, so Bill Til- Murray. We've got Bill Murray, we've got Tilda Swinton, we've got Adam Driver, we've got um, Chloe Savigny. I can't remember how to pronounce her name. I apologize. Uh, who else? There's freaking Iggy Pop, Tom Waits. Um, Selena Gomez. Selena Gomez, Rosie Perez. Uh, oh, uh, Danny Glover. I feel like there's a couple others I'm forgetting, but like, there's so many big names in this. Yeah. Yeah. But it just, it looks hilarious. Like there's a zombie apocalypse that's going on and just the way they're responding to it. I really love, there's a scene in this trailer where, um, the cops that rock, rock up to the scene of the crime and they're talking to Danny Glover who owns the diner where these people were eaten. And, um, and it's Adam Driver, Bill Murray and Chloe Sevigny, who are the cops. And, and they're just and and Bill and and Chloe are like it's animal attack and and then Adam Driver's like I think it's zombies <laughs> like straight up he just says it's zombies and Bill Murray's character turns around just looking at him like really confused he's like ah uh. yeah he's like and Adam Adam's just like yeah ghouls yeah like ghouls <laughs> the way he says it it's like very funny he sounds like Christopher Walken yeah. when he talks very very amusing um yeah for and, the first oh, time man. I'm actually looking forward to a zombie movie yay because the only ever the only other zombie movie I've ever watched is Warm Bodies yeah which and is that a, was, which and is that a was a, a love story yeah it's a romantic oh there's comedy comedy elements in it a little but yeah, it's a it's a romantic zombie film. Yeah, which is it's it's good film. Yes, it is. I would recommend. Um, um, but yeah, so this one looks really funny. It does. It looks hilarious. <laughs> like the zombie killing is going to be so funny, and the fact that they're commenting that you know the zombies are trying to you know call back to the things that they did in life. Yeah. Um, which is just yeah, just made me lose my shit a little bit. Steve Buscemi. Steve Buscemi. Yes. I saw him. I'm like, holy crap. He's in the trailer for like a second, but then his name popped up at the end too. And it's yeah. like, oh my God. Um, yeah. Yes. So, and oh, that last little clip of, you know, their Bill Murray driving the cop car and Adam Driver just outside of the window with the machete in his hand. Yeah. In his hand, he's like, excuse me, sir. Shink. <laughs> <laughs> Off with his head. Off with his head. Yeah. This looks wonderful. Yes, I'm. I'm so here, so on board. I'm actually, yeah, I'd like excited. To actually, I'm actually excited. For yeah, this now. <laughs> yeah. I reckon it's gonna be a lot of fun. Yeah, a lot of, a lot of fun. Um, okay, so we don't have an Australian date either, unfortunately. <laughs> um, but I, I can't imagine it won't be released here. So no, yeah. Um, the Dead Don't Die will be out in the states on the 14th of June. 
Cool. So maybe I'll go see it when I'm in America. Then. Yeah, maybe. I could. You could. You I totally could. could. Totally could. <laughs> I would love to go to a cinema in America. I've been to one. I went to one in Germany when I was there. Yeah. Which was so interesting because it was in, like, as in Munich they have you know they have strictly German cinemas, but then they have a couple that are, have play films in English. Oh. But so I went and watched. I watched Miss Peregrine's Home for Peculiar Children. Yeah, yeah. It was all in English. But the ads were all in German. So all the previews were in German. So I had no idea what was going on. Did you on. at least know what the products were? Or the trailers? I, no? I, think, I think at the time, I, I can't remember what the film trailers were now or what the ads were selling. But I think at the time I knew what they were. Yeah. But I just couldn't understand what they were saying. <laughs> so that was, a, that was an experience. But yeah. But that would be cool. Yes. Okay. Look out yes. for that one, guys. Look yes. out. All right. And the PS3 resistance. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. I'm actually looking forward we, to this film. Me too. We have the first trailer for Joker. Yeah. This is the long-awaited uh, Joaquin Phoenix, Todd Phillips directing, Martin Scorsese producing Fuck. Joker film. And ladies and fucking gentlemen, it looks amazing. Yes. <laughs> and I'm not trying to oversell that at all because hot damn... I'm I like we didn't need this film. We don't need this film, but it looks so good. It's oh, the cinematography is Gorgeous. amazing in this trailer. Gorgeous cinematography. Yeah, I love it. Oh my goodness. Oh man, and just the way it's, it's even just it as itself as it is just a trailer is done beautifully. Um, my my reaction as soon as it was done, I was just like, wow. Yeah. Yeah, Fulia was genuinely stunned. Um, it was wonderful. Oh my goodness. I've never yeah. been interested in that type of film before. Yeah. And to see it put together like in this particular trailer the way it is. Yeah. I was just yeah, I was shocked. Very well done. So good. Yeah. Oh man. I just hope the film actually is similar. I know, I know, I hope so. Because you know when it's like you get really good trailers, but then the the movie's shit. I know. It's, it <laughs> and happens. then it's vice versa. I know. Sometimes. It's the worst. Oh my goodness. But I know. I want to think. I know. I want to hope that that's not yeah. going to happen with no. this one because the of the caliber of people we've got yeah. involved in this film. I I'd be really surprised if it turned out bad. Um. So mm. I yeah. My hopes are high. Yeah. Um. But I yeah. I didn't know how I was going to feel about this A movie. Joker origin story. Yeah. But now, now I'm just like, well, yep, yep, give it to me now. Yeah. I literally, I'm like, I want to see Endgame, and then I immediately want to watch this yes. afterwards because <laughs> that's how good that's how good it looks. And Joaquin Phoenix's performance, like, he's so good. He's really become another one of those method actors that just kind of disappears into a role. Mm. Like uh, ever since he played Johnny Cash, he's just become that guy that yeah. just does the crazy shit. Um, and there's a few of them in Hollywood, but, um, yeah, he's just become another one of those and, you know, and rightly so, like, you know, he, he's Oscar nominated and he's very talented, so he should be able to make these kinds of films, make the choices, you know, for his career that he wants to. Um, but yeah, he looks, it looks really good. Yeah. It look, it, it, it feels like it's paying an homage to all of the jokers that have come before. Yeah. With the exception of Jared Leto's Joker, though I don't really see any references to him as for, you know, aside from the green hair. But there's, you know, the look is very similar to Heath Ledger's mm-hmm. with the longish hair, yep. the walk, 
like the way he walks around, he's got that like labored, like limp yeah. kind of going on, which I really am here for. I really like that. Um, and the, and then the outfit is very much reminds me of a combination of Jack Nicholson's Joker and uh, Cesar Romero's Joker from the 60s yeah. Batman series. Just the color of it, the, the style. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and yeah, there's a really interesting thing. People, and I didn't pick up on this when I first saw this trailer because mm. I've watched it twice now, but um, someone pointed out to me that uh, there's people online talking that, you know, there's a little kid in the trailer that he like. Yeah, made, yeah. Made, made him look like he was smiling. Yeah. People are saying that might be a young Bruce Wayne. <gasps> oh. I know. What a twist. I know. <laughs> like, what an Easter egg that would be. Oh, man. Like, they don't have to make a Batman movie out of that, but hot fucking damn. But, you know, you what know, a reference. now that I think about it, if he's, if he's behind Iron Gates and if behind that kid was a mansion... Well, yeah, it could be Wayne it Manor. It could be. Totally. Bruce Wayne. Totally could be. <laughs> um, so that had me quite excited. Yeah. Uh, and then just the use of the song Smile in that oh trailer. Oh, my God, yeah. It's a beautiful song, but to use it in such a sinister way and then just amp it up towards yeah. the end. Ah, <laughs> oh, man. Just if you haven't seen this trailer, just go watch it. Check it out. Like it's so good. I'm even excited for this. Like yeah. that's not normal for me. No. <laughs> I don't remember the last time I got this excited over a DC film, to be honest. Yeah. Like it's been years. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, not sorry, Wayne. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. But yes, regardless, yes. yes um we are very on board. For yes. This. Um, Unfortunately, we won't be seeing it anytime soon. No, we have to wait. Um, But it will be coming in theatres here in Australia on the 3rd of October. We will get a few more trailers, I think, before then. Yes, we've got six months. Yeah, so there'll be probably two or three more trailers between now and then. (laughs) I imagine they'll do something at Comic-Con in July. Oh, yes, Uh, maybe. So, yeah, most likely. They always, always kind of do these things. Um, then, mm. so yeah, stay tuned for that. Yes. Um, just, yeah, we're so, yeah, I can't stress enough how, how, how fucking excited we are about this trailer movie. <laughs> it's great. Oh, okay, cool. All that, right. That's Trailer Park. That's it. That's it. All right. So that means it is now time for a cool wiki review. Quickie review. Quickie review. Quickie review. Quickie review. <laughs> Quickie review. Okay. What have Quick. you got for us today, Kendall? What have I got? <laughs> I've got a little horror movie to talk oh, about. Ah, wonderful. Yes. I'll just stop recording okay, here. Okay, no. <laughs> Excuse me. That's not how this works. You can just block your ears. Well, true. Well, um, <laughs> Where are my earplugs? It's not going to be very scary just listening to me talk about it. Ah, it's fine. Unless I like, talk like this. Fully are. No, that'll just make me laugh. <laughs> Yeah, true. <laughs> that was more funny than anything. Um, All right. Okay, so. so us, yes. Jordan Peele's latest film written, produced, directed by the man himself, um, starring Lupita Nyong'o and Winston Duke, both who were in Black Panther. Both fantastic actors. They're playing a husband and wife in this. Mm-hmm. Um, the premise is basically, it's so, it, I can't really say too much without spoiling um, but basically there are these people called, 
the tethered mm-hmm. that look exactly like, you know, the people who live above ground. So these people live below ground mm-hmm. and normal people like us live above ground. Yeah. But um, yeah, they're, they're like these weird doppelgangers that, okay. that can't speak. Uh, and they, they're wearing red jumpsuits and they carry golden scissors mm-hmm. and they want to kill us. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, that's all I'm going to say in terms of the story, because I can't say much more without spoiling it, like I said. Right. But, um, yeah, so all the actors are basically playing both versions of themselves. So they're playing, so they're all doing two different characters in the, in this film and it's very impressive. Yes. Um, especially Lupita Nyong'o because her, um, tethered half can actually speak English. Um, yeah, which is interesting, but she puts on the fucking creepiest voice every time you would hate it. Every time she (laughs) speaks, it's just like really low and soft and scrapey. Yeah. It's fucking creepy as, which I really liked. Um, (laughs) of course, cause I like creep shit. Um, yeah. Uh, it's just phenomenal. Um, we really enjoyed this film. Um, it did take a, a, a little while. I think now that I've seen it and it's been a few days, I can go, yeah, I really liked it. So yeah, you, um, you needed a few days. To I needed process. a few, I needed to process it because like there's a whole, you know, reveal and twist right at the end. I picked the twist by the way, which I was super happy with, <laughs> very happy with myself. I usually don't pick twists cause I'm, you know, things just really go over my head. Like, yeah. Like metaphors do with Drax. That's me. <laughs> literally me um but yeah the yeah the film was super cool um very clever very unlike anything i've ever seen Mm -hmm. the soundtrack was awesome um and while i'm talking about the soundtrack i'll mention the freaky thing that happened so there's a there's a song in the in the movie Mm. um that was in the trailer for this film as well and it's called i've got five on it okay it's a hip-hop song uh, it's got a really cool beat. Mm-hmm. Um, most people would recognize it. I think it was big in the 90s. Yeah. Um, so they use that in the film in a scene where the family are driving to their beach house in Santa Cruz mm-hmm. at the start of the film. And, it, you know, they're all grooving to it and bonding over the music and stuff. Yeah. And it's really nice. And then later in the film, it's brought back between uh, in the climax between, um, you know, the main characters and they're dancing around each other and the music has turned it's become the score so it's they've turned it from a hip hop song into like an orchestral oh wow dramatic piece and yeah. it sounds fucking awesome yeah um so yeah so we've watched this movie right with that has the song Christina and I have decided to walk down uh high street i think it's high it was a high street I can't remember. I think it was High Street. High Street, Northcote. Um, uh, yeah, High Street sounds familiar. Yeah, yeah, High Street, Northcote, Westgarth area where we were. And um, we went into a bar to have a drink before dinner. We walk into the bar. Guess what song's playing? That song. I've got five on it. <laughs> and I, well, both of us, I should say, we lost our fucking minds. We could not believe because like the film is taught the, in the film, like there's characters that are specifically talking about how there are no coincidence, there are no coincidences, you know, these things just, they're happening for a reason or whatever. Yeah. Um, and so then the fact that we've just watched this movie <laughs> with this song in it and literally the first bar we walk into is playing it over the loudspeakers. Holy shit. I, if actually like gave us chills. 
we were just like, this is, the f- we're about to get murdered. Like, <laughs> what's happening? Man, but you didn't. Funny. You're did. alive. I'm alive and I'm here. We're both alive. We survived. <laughs> but holy shit. That was fucking cool. <laughs> Made the night. Wow. Yeah, I know. I'm not making this up. <laughs> I wish I was. You can't write. You cannot make the shit up. Um, yeah, absolutely fantastic. But yeah, movie super good. I like. I think I liked Get Out more if I had to compare his two films. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I would highly recommend go and check this out if you're a horror fan. There's some good violence in it too. Some good blood and gore and stuff. And um, mm-hmm. you know, sure. and, yep. cre- and yeah, you're like no, yep. no. creepiness. <laughs> it's very very creepy and unsettling. So um, yeah, I'd give it four out of five. Nice. Check it out. Cool. Do it. <laughs> no, thanks. I'm good. <laughs> Are you sure? Yes, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, All right. That was my quickie review. Nice. So that means... It means... It's time for... Popcorn culture. Popcorn culture! <laughs> oh, yeah. Popcorn culture! It's popcorn culture time. Yes. It's the time where we get to discuss... The question for the week mm-hmm. and go through all your answers. Yes. This is fun. And Let's do it. This week we this ask week. you, yes, we- what TV show have you watched every episode of and, and why? why? <laughs> all right. So, gut reactions. All right. Fulia, you have a big list. I, I have a list. I'm just going to run through this list. Fantastic. Um, But I will only speak about a few of them. All right. So... This is my list of shows that I have watched from start to finish every single episode. Big Bang Theory, MASH, Buffy, Miss Fisher's Murder Mysteries, Frasier, Friends, Supernatural, Firefly, uh, the one Chicago series, so Chicago Fire, Chicago Med, Chicago PD, and Justice when it was on, uh, The Last Man Standing, uh, Iron Being Served, Mythbusters, uh, House, Eureka, Warehouse 13, Psych, Black Books, Have, How I Met Your Mother, uh, Will and Grace, Mum, uh, or Mom, uh, Young Sheldon, Brooklyn Nine-Nine, Man with a Plan, Arrow, and Elementary. Now, if you haven't noticed, there's a bit of a pattern in there. Majority of them are sitcoms. <laughs> yes, there's a lot of sitcoms in there. And there's a few dramas in there. Yes, and a few dramas. Very yes. good. Did I know you'd seen all of Buffy? Yeah, I've seen all Buffy. Yeah, did I know that though? I feel like I, I would have known yeah, that. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. We've probably talked about this before. I may not have exclusively mentioned it, but yes, I've no, seen all of Buffy. You've seen all of Buffy. Yes. Fantastic. <laughs> One time or two times? Once. Three. Once. Yes. Okay. When did you do that? A few years ago. Okay. So yes. You, do you remember? So not so very recent. Recent or no? So it has been very recent. Okay. So it was like within the last two, three years. Okay. Yeah, awesome. Yeah. yeah. Great. Yeah. That's, that's my favorite show of all time. <laughs> I know. Yes. Make that very clear. Um, yes. Okay. Which ones are you picking out to okay. kind of discuss why you've watched every single episode? All right. So I'm going to pick MASH. Well, yeah. Because I've done so many marathons of that show. Yeah, that's I've gone through it from start to finish so many times. Probably your favorite show of all time, Absolute right? Absolute favorite sitcom. It is... I like, When I first discovered it, I was in high school... Uh, and it was, you know, random random episodes were popping up on, on TV um, after school. And I, I think the, the one time, I, the first time I saw it, I was like, oh, it's a show about army, uh, like a, a world war or, you know, some sort of army. I'm like, I don't want to watch it. But then another time, 
um, I came across it again and I heard the laughing track and I'm like, oh, okay, it's funny. It's supposed to be funny. So I sat down and watched it and I saw these, these doctors in, you know, their, um, in their army uniforms walking around with martinis and I'm like, okay, I want to watch and see what happens. So I watched it and then I just, I got hooked. I absolutely loved the show. That's great. It is so good. It is so funny. It has, it has dramatic, um, elements to it as well because it's supposed to be set in the time of the Korean war. Yeah. And, um, there's a, there's a, there's quite a few episodes that actually talk about how they actually go into the serious side of the war. Yeah. And that really hits you. Oh yeah. Um, and it gets very emotional. Yeah. I was going to say, I feel like, um, good sitcoms are the ones that can balance the drama with the humor. Exactly. And are not afraid just because, yeah. just because they're a comedy, they're not afraid to do dramatic stuff. Yeah. Um, exactly. Which is one of the reasons why I think Scrubs is one of the best sitcoms of all time. Yeah. Because fuck, they can, Scrubs made me cry. Yeah. Multiple times. And it's one of the funniest shows I've ever seen. Yeah. But like it's made me cry like legit tears. Yeah. So. And so in MASH, when, like in any show, when you're attached to a particular character and at a, like at a certain point, especially if it's a long running series and they go and kill them off rather than sending them away. Yeah. It makes you, I just... Yeah. It makes me cry. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Like, totally. no matter how many times I've watched MASH, every time, um, every time the Lieutenant Colonel from season one to three, mm-hmm. um, every time I get to the last episode of season three where he's got his transfer to go home, like he's collected all the points he needs to go home from the war, and then all of a sudden um, you find out that he gets killed on his way home. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. It broke me every, yeah. every time I heard that. And then I found out in, I think it was a behind the scenes, um, like a, like bonus features on the DVD, I think, or maybe it was said somewhere else or somewhere I read that the day that they were filming that scene where the scene where, Every, um, all the doctors and nurses are in the operating room. They've got, you know, wounded soldiers coming in and they're operating on them. And then all of a sudden, um, Radar walks in. Like, you could tell he was depressed. He didn't have a mask on. Um, apparently, that scene, the directors, the, the writers had told him what, what would happen to that character and that was the first time they heard about it. And so that was, so when they filmed it, that was their actual reaction to it. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. And oh my God, it was so moving. It was so good. Oh, fuck. I, I get emotional <laughs> just thinking yeah, about it. Yeah, yeah, I can imagine. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then, and yeah, it, it's just, it's just an amazing, it's an amazing story. It, it's, even though the Korean War didn't really last that long, technically, the show went for 11 seasons. Yeah, yeah. Like, holy crap. Yeah, yeah. And it still holds up so well. And I absolutely love it. Like, yeah, great. I need to go back and do another rerun of that show. <laughs> <laughs> um, and that's another one that does, you know, that touches on another sitcom um, that touches on dramatic things in the present day 
is one day at a time. Yeah. And it's on Netflix at now. Seriously, watch it, people. It's it's a sitcom about a Latina family, a Latin family, and they're living in America. And holy crap, the amount of current, like present time, like issues that we deal with now that has been brought into this show is amazing. Yeah. And every time a serious um, topic is brought up, I kid you not, I, I cry. Yeah, yeah. Because it, it just feels so true. Yeah, right. To today's stuff. Like a lot, especially like, you know, PTSD, you know, all these other different mental illnesses, um, you know, uh, politics. They just touch on so many different controversial topics. But in a sitcom genre, they yep. you it sort of you they go into the serious stuff and then they turn it around and it's and get to the funny bits. Yeah, yeah. So well done. I absolutely love it. Um, another one that I'd like to talk about is Mythbusters. Now that is a science show. I growing up, especially in high school, I wasn't a huge fan of science. Oh really? <laughs> no. Yeah. Um, and, and I wasn't that great at science either, mm-hmm. even though I was never the squeamish one when it came to dissecting a bull's eyeball in year seven. <laughs> I wasn't squeamish at all. Um, but but it's, I think, I think the, the first few years in high school when you, when, you, when you learn about science, you're really interested in it. But then the last few years of high school, you're like, you're over it. And especially in year 11 and 12, where you actually get to choose whether or not you want to do science yeah. as a subject. Um, I did chemistry uh, for the f- for the first semester of year 11. And I was just kicking myself as to why I even bothered with it. Because it's all about different elements and trying to make um, formulas and... I, I could I could not get my head head around it. I don't know why I even chose to do chemistry then. Um, but yeah, so I just decided, nope, I'm not doing chemistry anymore. I'm just gonna go and do textiles instead. <laughs> my creative brain just just came straight out. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, but MythBusters for me made science so much more fun and entertaining. Yeah. And I learned so much from it. Oh, great. And so that's why for me, Mythbusters is I've, I've got, I can tell you now, I've got every single DVD. Yeah. From, you know, from season one to season, whatever it was that they finished on technically. Yeah. Because in America, it's different compared to the way it's been brought out here in Australia. Yeah. Um, but and I've also and I've also got like their bonus the bonus DVDs where their bonus episodes and stuff. Um, I absolutely love MythBusters. Like I will go back and watch that again if yeah. I want to. Well, yeah, if ever I'm channel surfing and I see it on SBS or whatever, I'll, yeah, I'll watch it. I even saw their first episode, their first season of MythBusters Junior this year. Oh yeah, which is the same thing as MythBusters only with kids. Yeah. The kids are the ones that are doing the experiments. Yeah. And Adam Savage is just sort of supervising yeah. and helping out, which is amazing because it means you're seeing a new generation of, 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 of kids um, and new generation of scientists yeah. and engineers. And I'm looking at these kids thinking, holy crap, they're so smart and creative. And I'm wondering how the hell <laughs> I was never like that <laughs> when I was a child. <laughs> 
But yeah, Mythbusters, amazing. Yeah. Mash, such a good show. Seriously, yeah. go watch it. Yes. Over to you, Kendall. <laughs> <laughs> yes, good choices. Yes. Very good choices. Um, okay, yeah, so for me, Buffy. Um, so I... I don't know why, because like all my favorite shows that I really love are um, based in fantasy or supernatural or sci-fi. Um, and I don't know why I, I gravitate towards that, but I just always have. Yeah. Um, so I remember watching Buffy season one when it first aired mm-hmm. um, with mum and dad. <laughs> um, and yeah, just falling in love with it. Um I don't, yeah, I don't know why. I think, I think maybe that's, that might be where my, like, love of vampires came from because I, I love vampires. Like, they're my favorite, you know. Monster. Monster, yeah. if you will. <laughs> Fictional monster. Um, yeah. And I don't know. So, yeah, but just for some reason, Buffy just, I don't know, really spoke to me and it was, you know, relatable. Yeah. yeah. Because, you know, she's the outcast and her friends are outcasts and, like, they're not the popular kids and, and you know, and that's totally fine because they're all awesome. Mm. Buffy has, you know, obviously so much strength and power, and is such a strong, brave leader. Oh yeah, very good role model. Um, and Willow is like, you know, the nerd who I could relate to, um, the bookworm. Um, and then she becomes the most powerful witch. Oh yeah, on the show, like incredibly powerful. Um, and then, you know, Xander, unfortunately, doesn't inherit anything cool. But I feel sorry for Xander. I know. But he does save the world at the end of season six. <laughs> he does. After all. Uh, I won't spoil how he does that. But, uh, well, actually, and he saved the world previously in season three. There was that episode called The Zeppo where he um, uh, he had this whole side quest going on with these guys who were dead and they were trying to blow up the high school. <laughs> Meanwhile, the Scooby gang were trying to stop an apocalypse from happening. But Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. Xander saved all of them because uh, the bomb was directly underneath where they were fighting these, like, demons yeah. that were trying to end the world. And, uh, yeah, and he stopped this bomb from going off and killing them all. <laughs> so funny. Um, but, yeah, he's the heart of the Scooby gang. Yeah. So, um, and just, yeah, and very funny. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Like one of my, I love Xander. One of my favorite parts, and it's an early, early Buffy where um, I can't remember the conversation, but like Willow spells out the word bitch. She says, "What is?" I think she's talking about Cordelia. She's like, "Why does she have to be such a bitch?" And then Xander just looks at her and goes, "A bitka," <laughs> and the fucking comedic timing from oh from God. Nicholas Brendan so is just on point like every fucking time he's so funny yeah um but yeah I love I love everything about that show it's yep. just wonderful wonderfully written beautifully acted yeah um it's such fun um same for me with charmed as well that was another one I also gravitated towards um when I was in you know late primary school early high school mm-hmm. um although mum and dad wouldn't let me watch Charmed until I was yeah about 13 or 14 seriously yeah wow, okay. yeah I know they let me watch the first season of Buffy and then I think I started season two but then stopped I really it gets murky around there because I, I know there was a time they didn't let me watch it because it was getting very adult and ah, and you know I was okay. I was young right. so and then I <laughs> and then I got back in, I remember getting back into Buffy just before season seven started yeah 
Um, so I remember watching season seven week to week as yeah. it as it aired the final okay. season. But yeah, Charmed. I remember the first episode of Charmed I ever watched um, was uh, the finale of season two, mm. which is the one where um, the there's a genie being used by a demon to try and take down the Charmed ones and take advantage of them. Their you know their desires yeah. to be real people and you know what they would want if you know they could have it. Um, and yeah, it's a really good episode. And then I fell in love with it straight away. Just, and then watched every episode from then onwards. And I just, yeah, I love, I love that show. The magic is awesome. Yeah. Fantastic. The characters are really great. Such a strong representation of family and loyalty Mm -hmm. in that show. It's just so powerful and just so loving. Yeah. Um, And I'm re-watching it at the moment, actually, which is cool. That's cool. For like the third or fourth time. Um, Maybe more than that, actually. (laughs) I have seen it quite a number of times. Um, But yeah, I uh, adore Charmed. It's one of my absolute all-time favorites. Um, Other shows I could just list off quickly. Orphan Black is another show I love. I've seen every episode, five seasons of that fantastic show where Tatiana Maslany wins all the awards for just being the best fucking actress in the world Yep, because she, (laughs) she plays like 10 different versions of herself throughout the entire show. And it's fucking amazing. Yeah. Each one of them is completely different to the last. And, uh, they all have like down to not just their outfits and their aesthetics, but she gives them different mannerisms and and speech patterns. And, uh, it's so fucking clever. (laughs) Go watch it. (coughs) um what else what else do i love scrubs scrubs yes scrubs is great parks and recreation Mm -hmm. is my favorite sitcom of all time i've seen every episode of that twice through now freaking hilarious uh (laughs) community is another sitcom i adore yep very very funny oh the it crowd it crowd and black books i've seen both I've, I'm currently going through black books again. Oh, so funny. <laughs> it's good. It's a good time filler when you're trying to get you know, time to pass. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Because you just chuck on an episode and yeah, tw- yeah. 20 minutes done. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> Easy and fun. Um, yeah. What else? Like, yeah. Well, with Buffy, Angel. Mm-hmm. And then uh, with, with Angel, of course, the other Joss Sweden TV shows. So Firefly. Yes. I adore Firefly. Yeah. Um, I just wish it could have gotten more than one season, but anyway. <laughs> um, it's heartbreaking. And Dollhouse as well. Yep. Which is uh, another one of Joss Whedon's shows. It's really, really good and really fascinating um, and had so much potential to go beyond the two seasons that it got, but mm. at least they found out they were cancelled and had a chance to actually finish the show <laughs> properly. Yeah. Before saying goodbye. That's true. Yes. Um, Unibumps. Yes. <laughs> Unibumps. <laughs> shout, shout out to Unibumps. Um, not on TV, but all right. Uh, it's, it's, it's a still, web series. It's a web series. It's it fine. Counts. It's close enough. <laughs> um, yeah. So I think I'm probably forgetting a couple of shows. But oh, well, yeah, like all the Arrowverse shows I've seen every episode yep. of. Adore them. Um, yeah. Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. I should totally mention yeah, Agents yeah. of S.H.I.E.L.D. My favorite Marvel show. Better than the Marvel Netflix shows, even though those shows are fucking amazing. 
and I've seen every episode of them as well, mm-hmm. but Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is one underrated show that everyone should be watching, um, mm-hmm. especially when it comes back in a month's time. Yeah. Which I'm so excited for. <laughs> so good. Because um, the storytelling is phenomenal and the acting is brilliant. And yeah, if you don't love that show, there's something wrong with you. Yep. Just saying. Brooklyn Nine-Nine. And Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Yes. Holy crap. Oh, man. <laughs> so great. I love Brooklyn Nine-Nine. So good. It's one of the best comedy casts ever assembled. <laughs> It's it's such a weird comedy because yeah. for me, the, I'm used to multi-cam sitcoms, multi-cam situationals. Yes. But this one is, oh my goodness, it's so weird. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. it's so good. Yeah. Well, if you know, if you'd watched Parks and Rec, you would realize <laughs> the similarities between Parks and Rec and Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Yeah. I'm going to make you. I'm going to make you. <laughs> One day we're going to have the same day off and we sit down and I'm going to make you, you gonna and make we're going to watch, it. we're going to binge season two in a day and then you'll, and then you'll love it Okay. by the time it's done. I guarantee. I fucking think I take. need the support to get back into it. Yes. Which is why I'm volunteering my service. Because okay. <laughs> it's fucking good. It's so funny. Anyway. All right. That's all from me. Uh, yes. Let's go into your responses, guys. Yeah. Uh, because there are quite a few, which is awesome to see. Um, okay, starting with uh, Lucy Hermione Ellerton. I love that name. I know. What a nice name. <laughs> um, hello, Lucy. She says, oh, Avatar The Last Airbender. She, she just put the, um, uh, the acronym there. <laughs> I and was I, the name thing is and it I was like, A- Atla? Atla? <laughs> Atla? What's Atla? Yeah. Uh, Avatar The Last Airbender. Um, because it's beautiful and I love it. Yes, it's um, Frasier, pretentiousness and hilarity. And because I wanted to understand reruns and references from people who absorbed it when I was in an ABC household. Yeah. <laughs> um, criminal Minds. I am way into, uh, way too into interesting killings. Uh, that's fine. You're totally allowed to be, to be into that. It's fine. <laughs> uh, forensic Files. See previous. Also cool science and very hammy narration. <laughs> Yes, I yeah, that's it's a good one, like forensic files. Uh, How I Met Your Mother, Marshall and Lily, they are uh, the they're the best. <laughs> I love fucking watch them like high five. Each oh other. my god, they just go the way they the yeah. way they high five in so many different ways is so, hilarious. So great, uh, and probably others. Also, I've watched the first scene of Altered Carbon twice already because it's it's fascinating sci-fi noir, has a beautiful world and breaks my heart constantly. I think she means first season, but that's okay. Yeah. Um, some of these may also be, so I can just say I've done uh, mostly Fraser. Awesome. Okay, yeah. Uh, I've been told by many people to watch uh, Last Airbender. Apparently it's one of the greatest animated shows of all time. It, it really is. Um, I've I've actually got them on DVD, um, and I've watched them through once and it's actually really good. Yeah. I haven't gone across because the next, the, it goes, um, uh, uh, Avatar The Last Airbender and then it goes on to Korra. Yeah, Legend of Korra. Legend of Korra, um, which is the one that I haven't seen yet, but I have seen Avatar and it's really good. Nice. Yeah. yeah. No, I've been hounded by people to watch Last Airbender, but I don't love animation. Like, I mean, I watch it, mm. but like, for some reason, I just prefer live action. I just, it's just, it's not like I don't really like it. I just would rather mm. 
real actors in front of me. I don't know. I'm weird. <laughs> Plus, I'm not a child. But then again, I am kind of a child, so I can't really say that. Actually, this particular anime is sort of suited to any age, really. Okay. Because I watched this as an adult. Yeah. And it was actually still very entertaining. Okay. Yeah. I'm sure I would enjoy it if I actually gave it a shot. Yeah, maybe. But I'm just, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I'm weird. I'm sorry. Um... Frasier's yes. amazing. Frasier's freaking hilarious. I, I've only watched that sh- that that series once through. Okay, but it's so funny, and yeah. I would so watch it again. Yeah, no, I <laughs> yeah, I don't do not blame you at all. I feel like um, Lucy uh, might if she listens to podcasts, she should listen to my favorite murder because they talk about forensic files quite a bit um, as being a really awesome you know true crime. Mm doco series to like dive into yeah um and the fact that she's like i'm way too interested in killings into <laughs> <laughs> too into interesting killings um with criminal minds yeah i've heard criminal minds is quite good and that that show's got like nearly 15 seasons now or mm. just past 15 seasons so it's a big one um and i never finished how i met your mother i have yeah did the ending piss you off because i heard the ending pissed everybody off without spoiling it i've only watched it through once um the ending can't really remember very much of the ending, but it okay. wasn't. She's it, blocked it out of her mind, people. Yeah, obviously, if it's if if I don't remember, it means it's not. It wasn't really that significant. Yeah, the way it ended. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. I I, I know what the ending is, even though I haven't seen it. But I won't say it now. I'll remind you of it afterwards. Yeah. We'll, we'll talk <laughs> afterwards. Yeah. Um, thank you very much. Lucy Hermione Ellerton. Yes. What a great answer. Thank you. Thank you. Our next response comes from Carrie Turpy. Hey, Carrie. And her answer is Buffy. Yes. Love it. Even the cartoon comic strip series they did after it finished. Yes. So what they did, they actually put out um, season eight as a motion comic um, in a DVD. Okay. Um, which I've watched only once, once through. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, the co- so what happened was after Buffy ended, um, a few years later, uh, Dark Horse started distributing comics um, and they called it season eight um, because it is actually what Joss Whedon was planning on doing with the show post season seven, mm-hmm. if Sarah Michelle Gellar had decided to stay on. Um, and not ended the show. Uh, so the comics are actually what would have happened. Yeah. And so therefore the motion, seeing the motion comic, um, was really jarring because it's like, when I say motion comic, it's literally motion comic. Like the animation is just, they've taken, you know, the, um, this, you know, comic book cells and frames and there's no, there's no lip work oh. or anything. Okay. So there's just the pictures moving and stuff. Oh, so and I there's see. sort of yeah. there's not it's not pro- so it's not proper full on animation. No. So yeah, but you get you have voice actors doing doing all the roles yeah. and everything, but it's not it's yeah, it's um yeah. So it, but it's interesting though and it's good to see that where the story went to yeah. post season 7. Okay. Like they do some really interesting stuff. Um but yeah, Buffy is as I said before, yeah. Just freaking awesome. <laughs> freaking Awesome. Thank you, Carrie. Thank you, Carrie. Uh, next up, we have Bethany Griffiths. Hey, Bethany. Hey, Bethany. She says, Ink Master, I have a problem that can only be solved with vicariously living through ink canvases. <laughs> I couldn't agree more. Ink Master is an awesome uh, reality TV show hosted by Dave Navarro. I'm assuming um, it's about tattoos. It's about tattoos. Yeah. So it's basically like 
uh, Master Chef with tattoos. Oh, okay. Essentially, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. I wonder how that would work. Yeah, it was more set out like something like America's Next Top Model, where yeah. you have all these different contestants, and they have you know they go out on different assignments. Mm. But I think Master Chef's similar to that as well. Okay. But yeah, so and then they have to like they get they have people that volunteer to be tattooed by these people, and then they're complete novices, but like they're good. Yeah. Like that, they, they wouldn't be on the show if they weren't good. Yeah. Um. So, but, but they're like, they're not professional tattoo artists. So these, okay. so these people willingly give up their time to be like, this is what I want tattooed on me. Can you do this? Um, and so they, they get all this drama over conflicting tattoo ideas and stuff. And they have to compete against each other for, if they work on certain techniques, certain themes, certain styles, they get guest judges in. Yep. Like it's, yeah, it's a really fun show and it's really interesting to see the kind of, um, artwork that comes out of it. Okay. Like it's really gorgeous. Um, yeah. So, and then if they, like a certain movie comes out and they use Ink Master to promote it, like they get tattoos from that movie done on people. Oh, wow. Okay. So if it was like a Marvel film, it would be Marvel characters. I think when one of the X-Men movies came out, uh, or when, maybe when Logan came out, I can't remember, but they had like either Hugh Jackman or they had some, some big X-Men stars come in the show and and they did comic book characters and it was super awesome. (laughs) Nice. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, uh, I can totally understand Bethany, your love for Ink Master. <laughs> it's a really cool show. Cool. Thanks, yes. Bethany. Thanks, Bethany. Our next response comes from the lovely Beck Hill. Beck Hill, hello, Beck. <laughs> and she says, Buffy, Angel, Firefly, Dollhouse. All of these things is just like the other. <laughs> yes, they are. And Kendall responded with... I said, because Whedon? <laughs> and then Beck responded back with, because of course. Yes. Uh, the man knows how to make you laugh, cry, learn, and grow with his material. And despite all the haters, writes the best depictions of women as complete beings rather than fodder for men than anybody else. Here, here, here. Yes. <laughs> Damn straight. This is the one thing that just really pissed me off about um, people hating on Joss Whedon post Avengers Age of Ultron is just like they're just completely forgetting ha- all of the good positive work he's done for female representation oh, in, yeah. in media, in TV series, in films. Like he writes these beautifully crafted feminine women who are just strong and they don't need no fucking man. Death, death, yeah, that's like, it, that's it. I mean, he gave us Buffy for Christ's sake. Like, really? <laughs> um, you know, uh, yeah, it's just, I, I don't understand why people hate on him. But yeah, Beck's right. Like, he just, literally, he will make you laugh and cry at the same time. Mm. It's, I, one of, he's one of the best. Like, there's a reason her and myself love him so much. It's just, he knows what he's doing. <laughs> and it's, he's just, it's just wonderful to yeah. experience. He's got, there's a new TV series he's working on right now called The Nevers. Okay. It's a HBO show that's going to hopefully be out next year. Ooh. Um but I fucking can't wait. <laughs> it sounds awesome. Cool. Um, thanks, Beck. Thank you, Beck. Uh, next up, we have my friend, the awesome Adam Snell. Hey, Adam. Hey, Adam. He says, I think the better question is, what shows do you rewatch every episode? Farscape and The Last Airbender top my list. Hey. Yes. Adam is one of those people who has been trying to get me to watch Last Airbender for the last few years. <laughs> 
I did try. I literally did. I watched the first episode or two, and yeah. then I got distracted and watched Aww. other things. So I, I gave it. A, I, I tried. I didn't give it a. I didn't. <laughs> I didn't give it a good, a good try. I could probably try harder. Yeah. But yeah, I, I, I can't say I didn't try at least. <laughs> and Farscape is a freaking awesome show. I heard. Yeah. yeah, it's a yeah, um, Australian, New Zealand, American kind sci-fi. of joint production sci-fi yeah. series. Um, yeah, and. Yeah, it's freaking awesome because it's about a um, you know uh, American astronaut who gets lost in space mm-hmm. and then picked up by um, by you know the ship that has all these you know outcast like pris- I think they're all prisoners if, ah, I okay. if I'm remembering correctly uh, and they're all yeah like the it's similar to Firefly in the s- sense of like you know they're a group of misfits yeah on the run from like the like the gov- the government are the bad guys. Yeah. But they're actually bad. They're not- and then there's like, yeah. I know there's more to it that I'm forgetting because I haven't watched Farscape in a long time. Okay. But but it's a yeah, it's a really well done show. Okay, cool. And the all of the um makeup and puppetry effects are done by the um Jim Henson company. Oh, yeah. nice. So it's high quality um Ooh. visual and makeup practical effects like yeah, it's it's very underrated show that everyone should watch. Hmm, cool. Yes, good pick. Adam. Thanks, Adam. Thank you. Our next response comes from my very good friend, Shelly Alexander. Shelly. And she's got a bit of a list. All right. Uh, and her response is, there's quite a few and all because I loved how they were written, filmed, or acted. Yes. Uh, so, Supernatural, of course. Of course. Smallville, Stargate SG-1, Stargate Universe, Dark Angel, Buffy, Angel, Firefly. That still hurts. Yes, it does, doesn't it, Shelley? <laughs> Torchwood and many more, but I can't think of them at the moment. Okay. I'm surprised <laughs> you didn't talk about Supernatural before. I know, right? Um, I suppose you know, Supernatural is... Is an amazing show. Yes, it is. Um, and uh, But the only thing is I've only ever watched it once through. Up until the point that it's at, at its current episode. Yeah, so, uh, so you have with Arrow, and you mentioned Arrow. Yes, but I didn't talk about it, did I? No. no. <laughs> oh, I see what you mean. Oh, I see what you mean. Sorry, sorry, sorry. I got you now. Yes. Um, fair enough. You chose to focus on the ones that you've watched multiple times. Yes. Okay. Majority. Well. Except for one day at a time. Well, there was there's a lot of sitcoms on that list that I'm that's still sort of running through at the moment that I haven't finished yet, and I've only just sort of watched through it once. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's a possibility that I'll probably go back and watch it through again. Sure. Um, but Supernatural. Once it finishes, I'll definitely do. <coughs> I'll definitely do a marathon for that at some point once yeah. it's all done. <laughs> yeah, don't do it. Yeah. Um, I, yeah, I need to finish that. Um, yeah, Dark Angel's another good underrated one. Um, Jessica Alba starring sci-fi series produced by James Cameron. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it was. It had two seasons. Um, yeah, really, really awesome. I remember enjoying that when I was in high school um, quite a bit. Um, and Stargate SG-1 is freaking awesome. Amazing. Interesting that she mentioned Star- both Stargate SG-1 and Stargate Universe, but not Stargate Atlantis, which mm. is the one that had Jason Momoa in it, for Christ's sake. Yeah. Um, but yeah, SG-1 is awesome because Richard Dean Anderson is the man. Yeah. Um, so who doesn't love watching him for, 40- <laughs> for 45 minutes consecutively? Because yeah. um, he's awesome. Yeah. Um, good picks, Shelley. Thank you, Shelly. I really Shelley. like those picks. And Firefly, yes. Yeah. In the feels, man. In the feels. Mm-hmm. All right. Next up, we have 
David Pasco. Hello, David. Hey, David. Uh, he says mash. Yay. Because it's hilarious, touching, and brilliantly produced. Definitely agree. 100%. Yes. So good. 110%. I need to go back and watch some more mash because I've seen bits and pieces, but I've, oh, I've so never good. I've never sat down and watched the whole thing. Love it. Yeah. Love it. Love it. Love it. You should actually, not to gold leader for a second, but you should actually, I, when we were at my um, party last week at my place, should have brought it up with Sarah and Fabian because they love mash. Yeah, they, I, I think Sarah did mention saying that she did love mash. Oh, good. Yeah. So you guys have talked about mash then. Well, not not explicitly, no. No. We but, just know that we love it. Okay. That's it. Because I just love... <laughs> I One of my favorite things is finding out when I have mutual friends that have mutual interests and I make them talk about it. <laughs> it's one of my favorite things I love doing. It's why you're, you and Christina are friends. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> because of Supernatural. Um, the one thing I can say about mash... I'm just trying to think of who my favorite character is. Mm. Hawkeye. Hawkeye, yes. Of course. 100%, 100% Hawkeye. Alan Alda for fucking so the good. win. Yes. The best yeah. character ever. I don't, you, you did not have to think of that. <laughs> no, I didn't. I literally didn't have to yeah, do that. No. But you know what? That comes, uh, the character that comes second for me is um, Klinger. Yeah, I'm not surprised. So good. Klinger's great. <laughs> Klinger he's, is he's, awesome. He's my, he was like... Just the, the cross-dressing yeah. one that just wants to section eight and go home because he's sick of the war. Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't give any fucks you, anymore. Exactly. You know, he technically wasn't supposed to last that long. He was only supposed he was only supposed to be in there for like an episode. Really? And then they, then they loved him so much that they decided to keep him on and write him that's, extra extra episodes. That's so fantastic. Good. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Yeah. Um, excellent. Thank you, David. Thank you, David. Our next response comes from Rama's Rom. Hey, Romney. Romney. Romney, Romney, Romney. And his answer is everything with Chudik. Yes. Because that man is amazing. Yes, he is. (laughs) Yes. And yes, I won't say anymore. (laughs) I I just keep wanting to bring up. Oh, it's been a year since that happened now. Since him and I almost kissed. (laughs) It's been a year since that heated moment. Of passion. Anyway, best moments of my life. I'm sorry. I'm chill, sorry. Chill. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm gonna bring it up every time. Every time, because it's so good. <laughs> anyway, he says uh, he continues on with Firefly because it's easy to watch 13 episodes. Yeah, it wasn't easy for me to be honest. Yeah. Um, Stargate SG One, the O'Neill yes. years. Yes, that's Does that Dean. even count? Yeah, it doesn't even count. <laughs> He's, uh, in, he's in most of it. So. <laughs> Futurama was amazing. So that show was huge and split up so much. Uh, the Last Airbender and Korra, such a great world setting. Well, Last Airbender is getting a lot of love. Yeah, yeah. That's probably the one that's been mentioned the most, I think. That mm. that and Buffy, I think. Yes. Um, for sure. Yeah. Um, very cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean we've we've already talked about all of those except for yeah Futurama. That's another. That's a show I haven't seen every episode. No, of. I haven't either. Because I mean I love The Simpsons and I do like Futurama quite a bit. And when when I was living with mum and dad, you know, ten years ago, yeah, um, they had Foxtel and so they would do like Fox Eight would do the like animation fixation or whatever the fuck they called it, um, where they'd play like. Simpsons, Futurama, Family Guy, and American Dad all back to back in like yeah. a row, and so I would watch it when that they would do that. 
and enjoy the hell out of it. And I remember watching, like, when Futurama started, watching, like, most of season one. Mm. Um, and there's some funny shit in there. But I've never actually... I've never sat down and watched, like, yeah. every episode. I've seen, like, a few episodes here and there of Futurama. But yeah. yeah. Need to need to give it some more love. Mm. Yeah. Because it's... Yeah, people that love Futurama really love it. So yeah, they do. Must be for a good reason. <laughs> Bender. Yes, well, Ben... Yeah. <laughs> enough said. Ben, yeah, Bender, enough said. Yep. Yeah. Fair call. <laughs> Thanks, Romney. Thanks, Romney. Okay. And is this our last response? It is. Our last response comes from one of our wonderful co-hosts, and that would be Wayne Stellini. Hello, Wayne. Hey, Wayne. Um, he says, I don't really return to many TV shows since there are all since there always seems to be something new to watch. Very true, true, especially these days. Um, however, I'll always find the time to revisit Degrassi Junior High and its sequel series, Degrassi High. Oh, my God. I watched Degrassi Junior High when I was in primary school, and I remember just loving it. I don't remember anything about it now, really, but I, for some reason, the teen drama was just awesome. I never got into it. Yeah, it's a Canadian high school series. Ah, okay. Yeah, very awesome. Drake was on it. Who? Drake. You know Drake? The R&B singer? Oh, Drake. Hot, right. Hotline Bling. Right, right. Drake. What did mm. you What did you think I said? I don't know. Good job. Um... <laughs> I shall continue. Um, <laughs> these shows were absolutely everything to me as I was approaching and attending high school. The characters were so relatable and were played by everyday kids. This is true. Acne and all. <laughs> I also learned so much from them as uncomfortable topics were discussed and explored in an educational and entertaining way. I wasn't being taught about teenage pregnancy, wet dreams, and domestic violence at my Catholic primary school. Believe <laughs> me. It was also the first time I saw an openly gay character on TV. Yay. So as an adult, the franchise holds a nostalgic and special place for me. Ooh. Very well said, Wayne. Um, yeah, that's probably one of the things Degrassi is most known for, is the fact that it tackled a lot of realistic um, dramatic storylines and there was a lot of diversity in the yeah. show. Um, as Wayne said, the it was his first time seeing an openly gay character on TV. Yeah. That was, for me, that was Willow with Buffy okay. as well. She was the first time I ever saw uh, a character that, you know, also liked girls and was also a girl herself. Yeah. And I was like, oh, okay, so this is normal. So I'm normal. It's fine. Um, but yeah, so that's, yeah, so I can totally understand why Wayne would love that show so much. And to be on TV, it's in such a, like, during such a formative time yeah. in his life, especially. Um, of course, yeah, And definitely. for a lot of us who would have watched it growing up, like, yeah. Yeah, it was on, like, I think it was on, like, ABC, I'm pretty sure, back in the 90s. Mm. I'm fairly certain that's when it, when it, like, what it was on. But, yeah, one of those, like, you know how, like, after school they would do, like, the really kiddie shows from, like, 3.30? Yeah. And then they would get slowly more and more teen as yeah. the time went on. So it was one of those shows that would be on at, like, 5.30, mm. 6 o'clock. Like, you know, it was the hardcore kids' time. Yep. Yeah. Um, alrighty. That's all I think I have to say. Yeah. What do you reckon? Done? Yeah. Sorted? Locked Thanks, in. Wayne. Thank you, Wayne. Thank you, everybody else. Thank you, everyone, for your freaking awesome responses. Yeah, it was really good. I really like the, the, the varied range of yes. TV shows. That so people, diverse. Yeah, very, very happy. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, alrighty, so what's next week's question for All right. You? 
We're going to keep to the TV series theme. Yes, we are. So next week, we want to know what movie... Oh, actually, this is including movies, apparently. Oh. It's not just TV shows. Oh, okay. Fair enough. Let's throw movies Let's too. Let's check in the movies as all well. Right, all right. What movie or TV series did you start watching but never finished? Uh, I've got a few. I've got a couple. Yeah. Yeah, well, I've definitely got a couple. I mean, Last Airbender. Hello. <laughs> uh, sorry, everyone. Um, yeah, okay. Movie or TV show? Yes. Um, yeah, that you started and then didn't finish. Yes. Yeah, yeah. we want to know. Use hashtag tellfred so we yes. can find your answers. Thank you. That'll be next week. That will be next week. What's up with Fred? What's up with Fred? Well, if I may. Uh, yes. I, I've, been very, I've been very busy. Uh, <laughs> well, I've been busy with my non-scripted ramblings, been not busy with Collectible Chaos because we have to film in like eight days and I still haven't written anything down. Oh no. Because I don't know what the f- <laughs> hell I'm going to do. <laughs> because all I'm thinking about is I need to get to the May video where I can talk about Avengers Endgame. Yes. That's like I said, that's where my brain's at. <laughs> Speaking of which, um, non-scripted ramblings this week got some love because yeah. um, when... When Marvel announced the tickets for Avengers Endgame, they also dropped a one-minute teaser trailer, which they called a special look, to which I reacted to and uploaded that, and that's surpassed 500 views now, which is amazing. Thank you to everybody who has uh, watched that. Mm -hmm. Thank you so much. I really appreciate the love. Um, And, yeah, and then I the next next day or the day after, a couple of days after, I put up... uh, Finally, me discussing my thoughts on the two trailers that have come out. So the one from about two or three weeks ago. Yep. Uh, the one that made me cry. And <laughs> and the one from just during the week um, gave my thoughts on and little theories and stuff on that. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was fun to film. Yes. Check, please check that out. Go check them out. Um, they're on the YouTube. Um, Fulia, you're doing Foolish Fuji every Friday now, right? Yes. So I am streaming with Incompetent Gamers uh, on Fridays around about the 4, 4.30 marks. Uh, so 4, 4.30 p.m. here in Australia. And um, so, you know, I'm on the YouTube. I'm on the Twitch. So you can check me out there. Uh, we've also got your regular Incompetent Gamers, who Darth Puddin and Sharpie. Yes. Uh, on the Tuesdays. Um, we've got your, um, beta test reviews by Bethany Griffiths. They're on the website. Fred watch reviews as usual every week. Weekly reviews. Yes. Uh, podcasts once a month. Yes. Uh, the last one was Zulu, I'm assuming. It was. Yes. It still is the last one. So Yes. yes. Um, and Collectible Chaos just came out last week. So check that. Well, a couple of weeks weeks ago. Check that out as well. That's your top 10 moments from Captain Marvel or things hey. that, things about Captain Marvel. Yes. My top 10 favorite things about Captain Marvel. Yes. Please go um, watch it. And to keep to that theme, the monthly came out the day after uh, Collectible Chaos with the same theme of... Yes, Captain Marvel. Captain Marvel reviews. Yes. And that was fun. Yes. Lots of fun. Lots of fun. <laughs> Um, what have we got coming up? Extra. Listinator. Listinator, as usual, Wednesdays, 9.30pm, live on YouTube. Yes. The distraction. The distraction. Check it out. Yes. Join in the conversation. It is a lot of fun. It is a lot of fun. Yes. I need to get, I need to actually be free on a fucking Wednesday night to actually take (laughs) part. 
in the damn thing. Because I have been busy every Wednesday. He's been doing this the last few weeks. So. That's fine. But I will get there. You'll get around I'll to it. I'll get around to it. It's fine. <laughs> um, the comedy festival's still on. Yes. Go check things out. Yes, go see shows. Go do things. Yes. Um, we're going to go see Avengers Endgame at the end of the month. <gasps> we'll get to that when we get to oh it. Oh my God. At, at the time this episode comes out, it'll be two weeks and two days. And <gasps> I am just, I'm so ready. <laughs> I'm just, I'm, man, it's going to be three hours of just nonstop. <sighs> <laughs> You're not going to blink at all. No. <laughs> no. I no am, blinking. It's going to be. It's going to be intense. Yeah. I'm going to be tense. I'm going to be stressed. I'm going to be fucking hell. It's going to be oh, great. Oh, yeah. I'm so excited. <laughs> okay. Um, I that's, mean, yeah, that's, that's probably it. about it. That's it from us. Yeah. Okay. That, that was, was a podcast, podcast called Fred. Time for Fred Vlogs. Yes. Remember to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. For future podcasts from Fred the Alien, follow us on SoundCloud or on iTunes. For Fred the Alien merchandise, go to our website, www.fredthealienproductions.com and follow the link to our Redbubble, where you can get apparel, home decor, bags and stationery with our own unique Fred the Alien designs by our talented team, Unimums, Incompetent Gamers, and featuring our live stage shows such as Whatever Happened to Jeremy Baxter and more. more. That was a Fred plug. Yes, it was. I've been a Kendall Richardson. I've been a Fuya Cantaramanja. And you've you just, just experienced, experienced a, a podcast, podcast called, called Fred. Woo! Episode 62. Remember to eat beef. Remember to eat beef and tofu and chicken and... All the food. All of your green vegetables. <laughs> Very important. Yes, Grandma Kendall. Yes. <laughs> yes. I just aged 60 years. <laughs> because this was a long episode. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> wow, old joke right there. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Timey yes. wimey. It's okay, I time traveled. I'm back, it's fine. Yay. We're all good, I fixed it. <laughs> Thanks for listening, guys. Thanks for listening. Thank you, thank you, thank you. We'll see you next week. And, and she. she-